Thank you for listening to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. We here at the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast are simply fans of hockey, the New Jersey Devils, and professional wrestling, and are not to be considered as insiders or news reporters. Please note that opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of its hosts and occasional guests. Listener discretion is advised. Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Chip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. your wrist on that one folks way too tired to do that way too tired episode 17 high sticks super kicks podcast titled banter hsskpod.com we are your perfect blend of hockey and professional wrestling talk here with your pals rob and dave hi dave hello hi mr tired mr i didn't bring my laptop mr i traveled long distances to do this show I did today. yeah it's good just don't fall asleep, or I'll start throwing the inappropriate bell at you. No, we'll save that for our fans to fall asleep to. <laughs> the plenty of tens. The millions. <laughs> the millions. <laughs> was, was that a period there somewhere? <laughs> All right, so. Hello, Sweden. Ah, Sweden, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want you to know I took my daughter to Ikea to yesterday. Did you have the Swedish meatballs? I didn't. I don't I don't want to eat there. I know their food isn't bad, but I don't want to eat there. <laughs> then again, they can say IKEA is not real food. Well, no kidding. It's the closest didn't we can they get. Find, like moose in it. I don't know, but it tastes damn good, so I'm pro moose. All right. Pro moose. All right, so we start off on the crease to crease segment and boy, folks, this is going to be a depressing segment. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, all right. So we start off when the Devils play the Florida Panthers. Um, first period was crappy because it was a holdover from the previous game. Um, a lot of all skill, no action. All action, no skill. It was sloppy. Oh, very sloppy. And I think, was that the game that Miles Wood decided to take like 75 penalty minutes in the first period? It's either that or that was against. Yeah, I think that was because I honestly don't really remember Tuesday. Because I don't want to. But, yeah, I think, yeah, every minute we looked up, it was, oh, who's in the box? 44. Great. Two-minute penalty. Get out of the box. Do something else. Two-minute penalty. 44. <laughs> I think he spent, like, what? But that's a game we're supposed to win. 
in that fashion because that's the team that we're battling right now. We did win. Right, right. But that's, but. The, that's the way the game is supposed to be. Okay. It's supposed to be sloppy. It's supposed to be scrappy. It's supposed to be a one-goal game somewhere. Um, we were up, what, 3-1? to one? And then we let up a one goal, and then I'm sure if, you're, if your fans were watching the game, you're like, uh-oh, here we go again. Yeah, but that was the team like of three years ago where we'd be up by two goals and then lose. But that's the way the game is supposed to be against those kinds of teams that are bubble teams like we are. Right. Now, the next game, Tampa. When did we play Tampa? I remember, I remember playing Tampa this week. <laughs> yeah. Neither, well, apparently the Devils didn't remember to play either. Hey, we were up two goals. A quick two by Zay, Jack, and Wood. Woohoo! That's when you weren't watching the game, and then you started watching, and we got our shit pushed in. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, that that game was terrible. I think from well, not start After to finish. The but... first period, we should have been up about four one, mm-hmm. and then I think it was tied at that point. Ended up losing that game in total. Us three, them eight, eight goals, seven by Kincaid, one by Corey. I don't know. Is that just one? I I know I was reading stuff on 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 Twitter with people doing interviews and stuff, and they were somebody was trying to pose the question of and framing it around the fact that Tampa lost the night, got killed the night before, going into this game against the Devils. Oh, and, we were destined to get. And and then Hines said it's about us. Like he cut the reporter guy off. Like he said it's about us. It's not about them. <sighs> That shows you what kind of we definitely frame looked. of mind. We we took our foot off the gas. Like I think we started patting ourselves on the back when it was two nothing. Right. And then we did even Nico said that we you know you just <laughs> we we stopped. Yeah. We get... It became it became the individuals. And I, I say it all the time, like Taylor Hall tries to do two much and if we get down or the game is getting close like it's a 2-1-3-2 you know we're up he feels the pressure to have to go and do more when he really doesn't just play your game he I mean against Tampa there was a couple of times where dude just dump the puck in the corner all right you got nothing your line changed or it was a one-on-three just dump the puck in the corner you know what? And change. Don't try to throw or 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 thread a pass to a, a defenseman that's coming down or or curl off. Just just dump and change. Because what you're doing right now is you are starting their breakout for them. At least if you dump it in, they have to go and retrieve the puck, get it and set up to leave. But and, and you waste 10 seconds of a game just to have them have your opposition set up their next play. The NHL is such a possession game now that even though he had the puck and he tried to thread a pass or, or take a, a stupid shot, and that's the other thing, we didn't hit the net when we had opportunities. We kept missing the net. And there's one thing to miss the net. It's another thing to miss the net wide and the puck clears the zone especially on the power play which would we did a lot but hold on to the puck until you have no other option and then just dump it down low and hopefully the line changes happened and you guys can start your forecheck but just to throw blind passes to and hope passes that drives me crazy as a as a as a former coach how do you explain 
the 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 mental fart that the team went through to go up two to down three five, like what happened? Like, did, does everybody just go, oh shit, oh what was us, or like what the hell happened, or do they start pointing fingers at each other? Like, what, what actually happens? It's not just taking the foot off the the gas physically; it's mentally. Because now you hold on to the puck a little too long or you try to thread a pass that might not be your best option or like Miles Wood just taking shots on goal for the shot, the sake of taking a shot on goal, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. And then those one little thing won't cost you a goal against, but add up a bunch of little things on each shift. Right. And that's where you get eight three. And that's what it was. Tiny little mistakes by everybody on the line on one shift led to a goal against. Led to a goal against. Quick goals, right? Quick goals. I mean, people watching. I think it was the the first goal that Corey, the only goal Corey gave up. Shot went wide, bounced off the boards. Everybody watched the puck go from the left side of the net off the boards Every Devils player was watching the puck. Meanwhile, I think it was Kucherov was standing on the right post, just waiting for that puck to go boop right to him, and he just tucked it in. Everybody was looking one way, and the one guy that we should have been looking at, or one person should have at least been looking at Kucherov, and those are the mistakes. And you can't blame Corey on that. You can't even blame Kincaid on a lot of those goals. He's left out to dry. Power play goals. You're talking about a team that's one of the top. Yeah, I think we've five also five teams in the league. We had Tampa pretty high on um, on our lists. I think a couple episodes ago. So losing to Tampa wouldn't have hurt. No. Seeing us lose eight to three. I want to. I want to say that Hines was obviously he was pissed, but. I think when he goes back in the office and sits down with the other coaches, he's probably saying, good, I'm glad this happened. Oh, so it lights a fire under everyone's ass. Because now it deflates the heads a little bit. And instead of gliding to loose pucks, maybe we take two more harder steps tonight on Thursday against Detroit. And like we have Detroit tonight, uh, hopefully to cleanse the palate of that shitty Tampa game. Um, people were putting it out there saying Detroit's 5-on-5 five five is terrible. They're slow. They they just basically flat-out suck. And I think we both had the same idea going, okay. It's a trap game. <laughs> and I don't mean like the neutral zone devil's trap. It's a game where you go, oh, this team sucks. We're... We, we'll lose 8 nothing. <laughs> no, it's a game we'll lose. Like If we lose this game... We're losing this game like 4-1, and the fourth is an empty netter, where mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's 3-1, we scored in the third. It's 3 nothing. We score in the third period to make it 3-1, and we're trying hard. Yeah, we're trying to put 60 minutes into a 20-minute into period. Into a 20-minute <laughs> period, and then we pull the goalie with five minutes left, and they score, and then that's it. And then we can fast forward, hopefully, like the team does not do, and, and Saturday versus the Islanders. They're in a they're in a quirky position, right? I mean, the you yeah. have to assume that these next two games, 
not are must wins, but you have to win them. Now these are teams you have to win. It's almost like against like they're like in Florida. our division. They're you below us. You have to win them, right? They're below us. You know, these are teams that you you need to step on, literally, to move up in the standings. And if we don't, it's not just a two point swing; it's a four point swing because everything is so close right now. I mean, it's the beginning of the season, right? And, you know, but they, still, yeah. they all say you can't win the Stanley Cup in October and November, but you can lose it. Yeah. As, especially us, just and knowing our, our losing our, to Detroit and losing to the Islanders. It's rough. not just a two points that we missed out on; it's mm. two points that they're gaining behind us. And now it becomes you. It becomes April, and you're looking back, going, "What games could we have won?" Remember yeah. that Detroit game back in November first. Now, um, one thing I also put in here too is um, in that Tampa Bay game, soccer played all of three minutes. That's because we were in the box most of the first period. Okay. He doesn't kill penalties, and he doesn't play on the power play. But I, I think with these games now, we're getting into double digits already, and we, he's not performing. We've got to change. We've got our power play. I like Brian Boyle. I get why he's on the power play. But you're talking about a guy who plays on the penalty kill, plays a regular fourth-line shift, plays now on the power play for someone who's in there early 30s right put Zaka on the power play in front of the net let him stand there he's a big guy he's got decent hands you know give him the opportunity I mean how many more opportunities does he have left I don't know but I, uh, I think are pretty much, I think pretty much the fans are like in, in their last 10 percent of of wanting Zaka on this team you, I mean yes we all overreact but I think it's time that he should be showing at least something. He should have at least a point. <laughs> <laughs> true, true that. I mean, I'm giving L.A., and I don't know what you have for news and notes, but I'm giving L.A. about a week before there's a fire sale. Really? Yep. I, I, I know, and I understand that L.A. is doing terribly. And Jonathan Quick is now out. Yes, we have that in the, uh, in, the in the notes. Indefinitely. <clears throat> yeah, after having surgery, right? Um, yeah, it, it, a team that went out and, and made it made it a point to sign Kovalchuk because they lacked scoring. They're old. <laughs> they're an old team. I mean, their average age is something like 29 point whatever, and that's not old in real life terms. Hockey terms? When you're going since, terms, yeah. yeah it's, it's old. Dustin Brown, not young. Jonathan Quick, the style he plays is a young man style, and he's getting older, and he's going to be hurt. Kopitar's in his late twenties now. Kovalchuk is Old. thirty-five. You know, Dowdy with, with back trouble. Yeah, Dowdy is great, but can't do it himself back there. Who was it that they were looking at as a as a potential head coach if if they start doing a fire sale? Good. I mean, Hitchcock's available. I don't think they'd go after Hitchcock. Oh no, they're talking about Elaine Vino. Yeah, I could see him going there. Veteran team, not a lot of rookies. That's his kind of thing. That's what he picked the Rangers up with. Look what he did with the Rangers. But that is for two weeks when we talk about over overrated things. Oh, spoiler! Spoiler! NHL news and notes. Um, as per an ESPN article, uh, Emily Kaplan uh, mentioned that after four seasons of sixteen teams in the East, fourteen in the West. 
It was 16 to 15, adding Vegas to the West. And now the prospective Seattle ownership group has targeted the 2021 season to start pending renovations of the key arena. Final acceptance vote coming in December. Uh, Gary Bettman, commissioner of the NHL, is reviewing petitions by Arizona asking not to realign the Pacific and add Seattle to the Central. <laughs> to even out ratio, Arizona has applied to the NHL to not be moved out of the Pacific. Uh, I could see that, but Arizona is going to be moved to the Central. Seattle's going to go. What they should do is Seattle should go into the Pacific because now you have natural rivalries with Vancouver, mm-hmm. those two teams. Arizona will now have central rivalry, which is where Vegas is, correct? Is in the central division. So you'll have a, nat- a natural rivalry there. And then as much as I hate it, Nashville should be moved to the Eastern Conference. You still want Gary Bettman to start paying you paychecks? I, I'm making for, your life easy for you, Gary. Well, you've even mentioned that the stuff that we talk about in the show one or two days later, it comes to fruition. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Copyright that. <laughs> uh, the New York Rangers get their first road victory. Congratulations to you, fellas. Of course you guys do. You got I have Lundquist on my fantasy team. Now you guys want to suck. Jason Spezza enters game 1,000. Coke lines for everybody. Coke lines. Um, In William Nylander news, little chirps are coming out that the Carolina Hurricanes and Maple Leafs are engaged in active talks to get William Nylander. Talk of, um, what's his name, going to Toronto? Justin Falk. Yeah. I mean, we've been hearing this for, what, a month now? And nothing's happening. One week it's a trade, the next week it's a it's a contract extension, the next week it's a trade, then it's a six-year deal. I don't know. He's got to be traded at this point. How could you go into a locker room like that and go, hey, guys? Well, <laughs> everybody, I mean, they might give you shit from the get-go for a practice or two, mm-hmm. but it's business. This is the business we have chosen. What movie? I have no idea. The Godfather. Come okay. on, man. Did you watch Slapshot? Nope, not yet. Oh, fuck you. One show, I'm gonna start breaking out lines, and you're gonna have a heart attack. No, I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start clapping. We're gonna start the slow clap like a '90s movie. Austin Matthews sidelined for four weeks with a shoulder injury. Of course he is. I have him on my fantasy team. Mm. Jonathan Quick out indefinitely, like we mentioned, with a knee injury. Don't have him. Uh, Borowiecki suspended three games for an illegal check to the head on Cody Eakins. That's just like second suspension this season, isn't it? Isn't he getting so now? Is he getting towards the uh, Tom Wilson uh, category? He's going to get the Brad Tom Moore? Wilson. He's going to get the Tom Wilson uh, equation. That sounds like a big bang episode. Does it? <laughs> NHL hits a deal with MGM Resorts in a monumental day. The NHL and sports gambling. League. Where does the money go? Does that mean MGM is going to kick money to the NHL? If it does, like I said, like you said, where does it go? Where does where? that money go? Does it go to escrow? Does it go to? Uh, no, escrow is just simply player, right? So the, yep. the, the the league isn't getting anything. So, so if I'm the NHLPA, I'm turning around, going, you're fuck? making money off of the gambling of us playing. We're not getting any keep of that. So 
the revenue sharing should be proportional mm-hmm. to the money that you're making off of this. Right now, I believe the revenue sharing is 50-50, right? Yeah, I believe so, The yeah. NHL wants 54 and the NHLPA giving the NHLPA 46. Why? Which is going to lead to another lockout. Why? Because they feel like they're making the deals to make the money and they can do it. But why? Why do you do this to your players? Why? I don't understand. I really don't. But if I'm the NHLPA, I turn around and say, look, we'll let you keep all of the money from uh, gambling. Keep it. But the revenue sharing stays at 50-50. Yeah. I, I don't. You're a league, and you're. I mean, or a league and its players, fifty-fifty. This or if you want to take the fifty-four forty-six split, two percent of your revenue sharing goes into uh, player, the NHLPA player retirement mm-hmm. fund, and health care for players that retire. Something's got to work for that because you just can't keep sucking in money for. For nothing, really. I mean, I don't know. All I want to know is I hope that they decide on to strike or not and make a firm decision on that before I try to put down a deposit on season tickets. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Your three stars of the week. Number three goes with... uh, uh, Kradnak is, I think, Shifley? Nope. Ranta. Ratanen? Two goes to Shifley. Number one, Sidney Crosby. Thank you, guys. You know, it's really great out there. We play, you know, as a team. It's not about individual efforts. It's more about just <laughs> what's best for the team. <laughs> Sidney, how do, how do you feel about everyone comparing McDavid to you? Well, you know, his age, I just really... I'm, I'm sorry, Sid, can you speak up? We can't hear you in the back here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But I, I don't really raise my voice unless I'm playing against Claude Giroux and he screams at me. But, uh, yeah, you know, we just want to get out there and play the best game as a team and the individual awards, you know, that's not really about that. I really like the fact that we have inside reporters talking to Sidney <laughs> Crosby for this nice Dixon Super Kicks podcast show. <laughs> and then what happens when you interview uh, Malkin with regards to a um, hot dog man? That fucking guy. He eat a hot dog all day long. I don't even know who he is. He takes off his helmet. He's bald. I, who are you? I don't know. <laughs> Sydney, where's my lotion? <laughs> if, you, if you don't lotion up, guys, you know you're gonna you're gonna get ashy, and then uh, your, <laughs> your lips are gonna your lips are gonna get all chapped. Have you ever seen my lips? I have big, luscious lips, and my lips get all red if I don't put lotion on them. Pierre McGuire, <laughs> comment. <laughs> Well, Doc, you know, Sydney out there in Coal Harbor, no, he's no. just really Pierre, trying. Pierre, not Chico, no. Uh, you know, Sydney goes back there, him and Nathan McKinnon, they like to shoot uh, Nathan Horton videos. Is that Nathan Horton? No, Tim Horton videos. Tim <laughs> Commercials, and uh, they like to give hockey equipment to some African kids. It's really great for the game, and uh, thanks, 
Thanks, Pierre. We we're just really trying to get out there and play the game and <laughs> shine off your bald head in between the benches. Just really, uh, makes it really, really difficult. So. But when you fast forward to the draft and he has a hell of a lot of good information to fill in the, 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 the six minutes. Shit. <laughs> He's so full of shit. <laughs> but it fills the six minutes between the picks, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you remember oh. when they drafted the. I want to say it's when the, they draft. The Devils traded. To get Corey. And Vancouver drafted Bo Horvat in that spot. And it's like player comparison. And Pierre is like, oh, let me tell you, this is great. Bo, Bo Horvat, he's going to be just like Trevor Linden. You know, great. If Bo Horvat, if I were Bo Horvat and I heard I'm going to be like Trevor Linden, I'd be like, fuck it, you, McGuire. <laughs> Their comparisons are so bullshit all the time. I remember when Tenenbaum was drafted, and they made it sound like Tenenbaum was going to be the next Milan Hayduke. That's why I bought his jersey. Yeah, well, and turned it into a Palmieri. <laughs> it all works out. All right, so we go to the players of the month. Good thing we only have to do this once a month. Number three, Patrick Kane. Number two, Evgeny Malkin. Number one, Miko Ratanen. He's on fire right now. Colorado's on fire. Did 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 we start the fire? <laughs> I mean, after yeah, the... last year when we smoked them in the first game of the season. Interesting shit that, that comes across this desk between uh, is it a locker... desk or is it a bar? <laughs> it's an all, it's a studio <laughs> between our our, our up to date interviews with Sidney Crosby and Pierre Maguire. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know whatever happened to um, Benoit Brogue last week? I haven't seen him since then. He's having a tough time with the grambling in the bars and the in the hockey games. You know, didn't get any feedback. He really likes uh, Sidney Crosby. <laughs> it's not enough good Irish hockey players anymore. No, the last good one was Owen Nolan. <laughs> what was his name? Owen Nolan. It sounds like one word. Like like Prince. All right, so we named the show Banter. God, this. This is a long time coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is probably a reason I why, why really, you wanted to start this podcast. I really, really, really hope the people who sit around you <laughs> listen to our podcast. <laughs> I just want to get fucking dagger stares at me. The next time I go to a game and sit next to you and like people are like, yeah, we heard you talking shit about us. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Nacho Kid. Nacho, <laughs> Nacho Kid, then ice cream. <laughs> Holy shit, your stomach must be fucking disgusting. You know what? I think I'm just going to turn my mic off and you can have the rest. <laughs> just point when I need to scroll. Well, we're going to start from the bottom and oh, work our okay. way. That's why they're labeled. Okay. All right. So if you've ever been to any sporting event, wrestling, hockey, baseball, football, soccer, if you this is America, sorry, Europe, we don't like soccer. Um, Watch it. You will hear people say the stupidest shit in the crowd. And there have been games where I've been sitting with you where I've said, I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I remember one last year. 
I'm like, you got you, you got so frustrated, and it got it, it was a slow burn. And I think somebody said something. You looked at me and said, "Fuck this." I left. I think I left after I, like the second period. I was like, "I'm done." You, you. I remember you. You walked up. You looked at me and said, "Fuck this." <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Like, there, there are are right times to yell things and cheer things and, and talk there, about things and talk about things. And there are wrong things and wrong times to talk about things. I don't want to sound like a snob, okay? But the next time you are at a sporting event, don't look at your phone. Just sit and listen to what the people are talking about around <laughs> you. And you are going to it's going to go one of two ways. You're going to be blissfully enjoyed <laughs> enjoying it. And let's hope that the game you are watching on the court, on the ice, on the field is so terrible that you can enjoy these conversations. Or you your blood will slowly boil. You'll you'll have the Benoit Brogue um effect. Oh. <laughs> so starting at number seven well actually it's number four but there's wrong times and right now we're gonna move down seven and eight we're gonna then we work our way up where are you going right there stop <laughs> okay <laughs> the right time all right it's when you go to a game it's not therapy <laughs> <laughs> all right we're, we're not talking to dr phil it's your is important and I get you go to an event you talk about things that are going on with in your life sure but there are certain things you shouldn't be talking about in a a public atmosphere okay you're square dancing <laughs> classes nobody wants to hear that your sexual conquests okay yeah which leads to a story later your drunken slurs, yelling at people, yelling at the wrong people, okay? Your drunk crowd surfing <laughs> when you're too drunk to even know where you are. You and, know, you, and you fall down 12 rows of 12 steps. 12 rows and knock out an old lady from St. Louis, yes. But, like, this, you get the picture. Like, there are, I get that you might be sitting with your friend and this is an excellent opportunity to talk about life, but... <laughs> yes. I don't need to hear it. Neither does anybody else around you. An example was last year, early in the year, sitting in our, uh, the section, mm -hmm. and there was a, it was a Friday night game, and there was a group four behind us of, I want to say somewhere in their early 40s. And I don't know if they were dating or married or whatever. It was a, a guy, two guys and two girls. And as the game wore on, they got, that was the game. I said, fuck this and left. Mm -hmm. They were getting drunker and drunker and raunchier and raunchier. Mm -hmm. Like the girl talking about the guy's penis. And she started flashing her boobs out in the middle of the game. Now, to a certain extent, great. You're hearing stuff that guys talk about in locker rooms and this and that. And you can say, okay, fine. Great but conversation. This is, a, this is a family event. And I don't want to sound like a snob. Right. But. If you hear about this conversation. In a bar. Within a 20 second period. And then the next thing you're hearing is about talking about the game or what have you. Cool. It's fine. Right. I, that's the game I got up and left. And then I went up, and I, I hate to be the killjoy, but I went up to the usher. I was like, yeah, 
those drunk old ladies are showing their boobs, and nobody wants to see that stuff. <laughs> All right, now the right time. You're sitting there. You talk about the game. You talk about current happenings in the NHL. You want to talk about current players, previous players, things that are happening in the hockey universe. Awesome. Right time to do it. You're at a hockey game. So the next thing. The wrong time. When you yell a player sucks. Brodeur sucks. Lundquist sucks. So you mean the whole um, Rangers suck, Flyers swallow, yeah, that's Crosby watches. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right, Santa. <laughs> but, all right, these guys, A, they don't suck. They're in the NHL. Even the worst guy, Ben Lovejoy, is in the NHL. Now, if you say, like, he makes a play and you're like, oh, man, that play sucked. Okay, makes sense. But if you're just like, Ben Lovejoy sucks, and I turn around and go, Why? And, and they shut up. And you're like, because he does. That's not an answer. All right? <laughs> They're successful players in this league. They're millionaires. You live in your mom's basement. Now, as much as I hate the Rangers and yes. I hate Henrik Lundqvist, yes. I would never say he sucks. Because he's one of the most decorated, without a Stanley Cup, goalies in our league. True. He doesn't suck. Okay, people who when I remember when I was younger, when people were like Gretzky sucks. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Separate the fandom from reality. As a fan, yes, he does yeah. suck. When you play him and you hope that he gets checked and gets out of the rest of the game, when that game is over, he's one of the better players in this league. Crosby sucks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. To all the people who say Lundqvist sucked, Crosby sucks, this person, that person. If they were traded to this team, they would probably be the first person to buy their jersey in the Devils uniform. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Now well, you right. know, I know I said that yeah. I know he sucked because, you know, he was on the Penguins, but now that he's in the New Jersey Penguins, I like him. Never said Yager sucked. Didn't like him. Didn't even like him when he was on our team. No. Uh, the right time. Talk to your friends quietly about why you think such player sucks with evidence. <laughs> With, with evidence, yes. Yes, valid points and evidence. Like if you turn around and you're like, man, Taylor Hall sucks. His plus minus is awful. You know, he gives away the puck. And now at, you're at least at, making yes. valid. And at that point, Dave's blood pressure goes down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, hey, I, I'll turn around and say, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You start having conversations with fellow fans. I did. I sat next with the last game I went with you. I talked to the kid next to me. About fantasy Because you're talking fantasy, yes. All right, wrong time. Uh, Explaining the rules of the game to someone who is watching hockey for the first time, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) First part of that was okay. I was like, well, why wouldn't you describe it? And you don't know. People who get the rules wrong or explaining why players do things, I want to punch them in the face till I just see the back of their skull. No, that's com- is that coming from you as a fan, as a coach, or both? It, yep. <laughs> I haven't gotten that aggravated with it, but when I think my issue with something like that is that even if the person's wrong, the arrogance 
the the, the sincerity the, behind there that you know everything about this you uh, don't you don't you don't i don't claim yeah. to be uh, offsides it's like soccer offsides you know <laughs> the, yeah. the puck can't be in the zone you're not even close you're not even close plus the soccer offsides kind of like it moves <laughs> anyway. oh and it's usually some like high school millennial 20 year old kid that some guy showing up in slacks and a dress shirt when he took off his tie to look you know or yeah, or some kid who's got his jersey tucked in. <laughs> oh, what really? Jersey foul. Wow, I've no, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, you will. Or the guy who's got his jersey and his sleeves are rolled up <laughs> to his elbow, like yeah. I think I've seen that. I think I, I've never seen the uh, tuck in. Wow, how do you? Ugh. Yeah, I don't even tuck in my baseball jerseys when I wear them or anything. They're untucked, bra. Bra. Now, the right time. Yes. Talking about your fantasy team. <laughs> Perfect example. Because one of the players is on the ice mm-hmm. or on and on your team, and now you know, like, oh, man, I got him on my fantasy team. I hope he does well. Like, excellent time to talk hockey. Uh, the wrong time, and this is number one. <laughs> nothing, nothing fires me up more. And I've said this to Rob multiple times sitting next to me, like, I'm sorry, I just sit here, and I'm just imagining a game, and you hear somebody from above you yell, shoot! On the power play. Shoot! 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 Uh, (laughs) The players do hear you. There's 18,000 people. They hear you. You. The one guy in the nosebleeds. Section (laughs) 122. They hear you yelling, shoot, and go, oh, man, I didn't think I'd do that before. (laughs) Do you remember when we were, I think it was in 2012, when we were over on the other side, some dude got playoff tickets, and all he would fucking yell the whole game, uh, crash the net, crash the net. The <laughs> first you- year, in, I remember the first year in the Prudential Center, the guy who sat next to me, all he would yell is shoot. All he would yell is shoot, and then he disappeared. I think he broke up with his wife or girlfriend at one of the games, and then they just never showed up again. We've we've been through a lot in 11 years, at least. Like, don't you think that the player on the ice has a better view of the net to know when to shoot? Let's even, don't even take view. He plays the game. He's physically there. He... Do you think he's got his head down like, oh, man, I can't even see the net here. <laughs> it's a good thing they're yelling shooter. I wouldn't know. Now, when is the right time to yell, like, shoot? It's like if it's a two-on-one or a breakaway. You know, like it's a, it's a breakaway and there's like five seconds left and you yell, like, shoot, because maybe the dude really doesn't know that there's three seconds left. Or if it's a two-on-one and it's a close game, you want to yell, shoot, because I want the guy to fucking shoot. I don't want him to force a pass. A shot is always better when you need a goal than a pass. <laughs> Perfect time to yell shoot. On the power play, don't yell shoot. Empty net and we're in the defensive zone with the puck, don't yell shoot. They know it's an empty net. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> they're trying to do their best to they're, get to the blue to get to the midline. They're trying shoot. their best to score goals. They don't need you to yell shoot. And it also it brings back to the point. 
because you're sitting in the nosebleeds. You think you yelling from row 24 of the nosebleed section down to the ice, I don't know how many hundreds of feet, they are going to hear you yep. o- over the players calling out plays, tapping yep. sticks to say, hey, I'm on this side. And don't get me wrong, like I'm pretty much guilty of all of this other than the sexual conquest part. Okay, I've yelled, shoot, I've, I've done that stuff. I'm not saying I'm not guilty. I mean, I believe the last game we were at, it was a two-on-one, and fucking Zaka decided to force a pass, and I went, shoot the fucking puck. Yes, but that is okay. But Like, not- I, I said it more in frustration yes. than, like, direction. <laughs> you weren't saying it during a TV timeout <laughs> because they're replaying something on the screen, and you just starting to pick your head up from your phone. And see a play happening. Oh, well, that leads on to our next list. Oh, does it? Let's. Ah, millennials at sporting events. Ooh. We are not millennials, by the way. No, we are not. No, I no, we're, we're exennials. No, I think we're like, I don't know if we're Generation Xers. Probably. We should be Generation Yers because we question everything. But millennials at sporting events. Oh. We're going to go backwards on this one, too. Is there. Not Anyone? more than... Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Where do you want to begin? Uh, things that millennials do. Wear jerseys that either, A, you know they just bought. Because of the tags hanging off of it? Yeah. <laughs> or because they showed up in the first period in like a shirt and tie or, you know. So so so. And then the second period they have a jersey on. <laughs> So because they have an impulse buy, you're, you're throwing them on this list? Yeah. I've, or, had a, I've had an impulse buy where I've shown up without any gear, and I, I just had to buy something, so I bought a I, green I jersey. I get it, but then you get the other side of that where you have people who show up with jerseys that you know they pulled out of their mom's closet, you know, like they had when they were a kid. <laughs> and I'm not talking like the Models giveaway no, no, jerseys. I, I mean, like, they pull out their 1990. <clears throat> Three Alexander Seamock jersey. Okay. Because, hey, the Devils are good again. I'm going to wear this. Or like the Ranger fan who has the Lindros jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Or somebody showing up with an Adidas Scott Stevens jersey. (laughs) Yeah. Not an Adidas. No, see, like even that I can understand. Because that's a guy whose number's retired. Like, I'm fine with those jerseys. I just don't get like... The guy who shows up with the Pavel Bore Ranger jersey. Or the guy that shows up at an Islander game with a Ryan Smith jersey. Okay. Because they were there for like 30 games. And you know you ran out and got like, oh my God, he's a marquee player. That was 20 years ago. Where have you been? (laughs) Can't really. You can't talk because you own 77 jerseys. (laughs) I do. Uh, Selfies of the game. At the game, with a beer, eating food, because nothing, nothing truly happens in this world unless you can post it. You you just simply hate the fact of people being a foodie and posting food on the internet. No, I don't mind that. Oh, okay. I don't mind if fucking chubby kid posts pictures of his nachos and then eating ice cream. That's his life. But like. The people who get up in mid-game and stand and turn and take the selfie gotcha. while the okay. game is... Sit the fuck down. Some of us don't care about your tweet or Instagram. For your 10 of followers. 
I, I don't care who follows. I don't give two shits. Oh, you mean they're 10 followers? Yes, they're yeah. 10, 10 of followers, yes. <clears throat> wow. People talking about number, number four, talking how awesome they were in hockey that year they played when they were like in grammar school. <laughs> Street hockey. Or their floor hockey uh, intramural team in college, how they won the championship at Boston College because it was like so great. And like the coach really wanted them to try out for the real team. But, uh, you know, with their studies and all, they just couldn't sure. find time. They couldn't yeah. find time into it. Oh. <laughs> I love this list. Number three, talking about how much they paid for their seats. Yeah, that's the. Uh... Dude, you know how much I paid for these? I'll do whatever I want. I'll chant. Fuck you. Yeah, those are the, those those one gamers are. Uh... Those, those those are the ones that you just want to look in their face and I go, you know what? I'll be here on Tuesday. Will you be here Tuesday? Dude, I'll totally be here. I still have my college ID. It's college night on Tuesday. I'll show up. And then you, tickets. And then you see that moron towards the end of the game. Where were you? Oh, dude, they only had tickets on the other side of the arena, man. Yeah, it's just fucking. Yeah, fuck you. We really are the two <laughs> grumpy men from the Muppets right now. We are. But it's fine. This is what's entertaining on a podcast because, you know, the tens of listeners we have are sitting at events when they hear the show and then going, son of a gun, he's right. People complaining about the beer selection in the arena? I've never really heard that. I just... it's Dude, it was either Bud Light or Budweiser. I, I don't know, man. How come they don't have Stella Artois? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to pay 13 bucks for a, for a tall boy of Stella Artois? I couldn't tell you the last time I had a beer at a game. Ugh. It's almost like as bad as dollar dollar hot dog night where it just smells like ass because everyone's burping up that crap. I did make that comment, too, about the other night when we had dollar hot dog night. Literally, everybody around me, they had dollar hot dogs, and it smelled like somebody's anus. It should have been dollar hot dog night and devil's air freshener night on the same day. <laughs> and then you put on the lanyard that you get as a season ticket holder for purchasing la- two games a year. The, the lanyard should have been an air freshener. There you go. A scratch and sniff. A scratch and sniff. <laughs> Number one, looking at their phone the entire game. If you want to have fun, type into your Twitter or whatever and look up people looking at phones at live events. The devils actually do this during intermissions. That's where they fine. Do, and there are people. Look, there are some shots where they're doing camera angles behind the person. Okay, so how the hell do they know? But they're not looking around like right. at the screen or. or but during your your you paid X amount, like we just uh, talked about at number three, for your seats, and yet you are spending twenty minutes or whatever it is during during live action, checking stocks, checking email. And I'm not just talking about like Ranger fans because that's what they're notorious for. Okay. Like at the Garden, but like if checking you're at live, any sporting event, checking the live action tweets while you are at the game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, you really get a good look at it in between periods when the lights go down. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you look at like and you just see a glow. (laughs) It's it's almost like when um, what's his name comes out and the lights go on from their phones. Oh, uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. It's pretty much it. And the fireflies. Yeah. When the the lights go down after after warm ups. Little... Genius, by the way. That was a genius Bray Wyatt thing. See? But not very genius 
at a sporting event. No. Unless you're trying to prove a point, like opening night. Oh, let's, you know, here's a wristband or whatever. Turn it on. Thunder sticks, yeah. God, thunder sticks. Stupid. That's the other. Oh, fuck. How did I forget that? Let me just bang the thunder sticks all game because I'm sure the person who's sitting in front of you fucking loves hearing that. And here's the other part of it, too. There's a certain way that you make bang sticks bang together and make a sound. Stop doing the, the DX chops. Yeah. Have, have hand-eye coordination so you're actually banging them together, please. You okay now? You got it all in your system. Yeah. No. Deep breaths. Oh, the trials and tribulations of two season ticket holders, 10 plus years. Welcome. Welcome to our banter. <clears throat> you mentioned here uh, five cities that you'd like to go to see a game at. Now, I've been to other places. Okay. So there are places I've left off. Okay. Like, I've been to Washington. I've been to the island twice. Is Both. it all? Is, 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 the, is the mausoleum really anything to really write home about? I mean, in general? No, no. But even it's be- even but even. it's as shitty as the mausoleum is. Yes, it's better than Brooklyn. Okay. Well, Br- Brooklyn was ended up being a basketball yeah, it's stadium, than so Brooklyn. it's not Brooklyn. We'll, we won't talk about that. All right. So um, I'm trying to think where other ones. Been to the Garden. Garden's a great place to watch a hockey game, um, as long as they're not playing the Devils. So, so it's. I've it's, been to Boston. Not a good place to watch a hockey game. Really? Yeah. Is I've it? Been, I've been to Boston for a Bruins game, a Bruins playoff game, nineteen ninety eight, nine. Um, How did they build the stadium? Is it more like, like the straight roof, up? The like, roof is too high. Oh wow! The noise, and I know if my friends from Boston will tell me, like, oh, you don't know that it's t- the roof is too high for the noise. To go up and bounce back. Travels too far, yeah. It travels too far. That's what makes the garden so loud. Because the roof is pitched in. So that the noise can bounce. Mm-hmm. That's why the garden is so loud. Well, the That's garden... why it wasn't loud at, at the Continental Airlines Arena. The roof was too high. Dude, the roof was too high. Way too high. <laughs> it's too high. <laughs> it's too, what do you fucking mean it's too high? I the watched tra- Major League. The trajectory of the ball was really high. Do you know who that guy is? You know who the guy is that says, these guys aren't too fucking good? No. That's the janitor from Scrubs. Wow. Look at you doing instant recall. This who stuff. also. Oh, boy. Here we go. Is in The Fugitive. Wow. With Harrison Ford. Is this like six degrees of separation of oh, Dave want Oh, you don't Mc- want to play that game with me. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that in a future episode when we have nothing to do. Yeah. All right. So we'll start. Coming soon. <laughs> You know what? I challenge you, and episode 22 will be that. I didn't put anything on this list because, to be honest with you, I don't like travel, although I'm thinking about it more and more. I'd like to go to Vegas just to experience it. Just Vegas for the game or yeah, Vegas for, like the city itself? Not for the game. For At least like last season, the way it was um, for them in the playoffs and everything else, that, that's probably I would have gone there. Um, probably Minnesota for a hockey game. Just yeah. because of the way that it's it's almost like a, like hockeyish kind of town, um, I don't want to do things like the Madison Square Garden. I just don't. I mean, it's it's good. It it's it's a, <laughs> as long as they don't play the Devils, mm-hmm. or if you go see anything there, you see a concert. Yeah, that's, that's, it's it's awesome. Go 
Go see Billy Joel. It's worth it. Uh, Free plug there, Billy. I like, need the money. I yeah, there you go for for the what hundred shows he does a week for like Makes three months. Two million dollars a show. Ooh, that he does in the garden. <clears throat> um, maybe I'd want to see a Canadian like like, like I've been uh, to Montreal, <clears throat> like either Montreal, or Toronto, I think. And now since the the um, Winnipeg Jets are doing a little bit better, maybe Winnipeg. But that's probably it. I'd like to see Winnipeg in a playoff with the whiteout and be the one guy in like an orange shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And no matter what camera angle, you stand out in the crowd. So who'd you pick here? Uh, I have number five. I'd like to go see Nashville. Again, you were talking about like experience and, and you know what? I'll I'll do that too, and not just to hear the cannon, but maybe on the other side of the re- arena when they can. Oh, is it? Then I'll put in Columbus because I want to hear the cannon go off just once, and then they'll leave. So give me that dollar hot dog night cheap seat ticket from StubHub <laughs> five minutes before the game. I'll go. You know who'd have been great for this segment? Jay. Jay likes to do. Yeah, uh, he goes everywhere he, when he's every- not gambling. <laughs> who knows? He's got like ten trips this year. Must be nice when you're not married and you have no life. Sorry, Jay. I don't think he listens. That's okay. <laughs> Number four, you said Dallas. Yeah, I think that. I'm, well, going back to Nashville, I don't really like country music or anything. Right. But I think the experience itself. Of country fans uh, in, no. embracing hockey. Yeah, yeah, but I think I would enjoy that. Plus, the barbecue is probably awesome, which is the same reason why I'd want to go to Dallas. Barbecue. I think Dallas has a good little thing going. Again, all these games I'd want to see like on a Saturday night, not like a Tuesday Florida game. Yeah, you want a full experience, full arena. You said Vegas. I said Vegas. I'd love to. I just wanted to experience what, what Vegas did. I mean, yes, we watched the playoffs, and we said how how stupid and how terrible their opening medieval times-ish thing they had. But being there, knowing what I went through in 2012 when we beat the Rangers and just that feeling, that was my Stanley Cup victory. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I, it was for us too. Yes, so that that's the kind of thing I want to. I want to. I've been again. to Vegas, but not for hockey. And I mean, for someone yeah. who likes to gamble, do it's... you still talk to her? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, you want to okay. get into that story? That's a whole different no, show. No, no, that's yeah, that's that's my other podcast. <clears throat> uh, number two, I'd like to go to Vancouver. Vancouver. I hear, I hear Vancouver. The city itself is beautiful when they're not burning it down because they lost in the playoffs you know maybe i'll throw <laughs> maybe i'll throw seattle in there too because i think they're they're really like passionate sports fans so it's, yeah. yeah that's why all their teams left other than their soccer team and their football team well oh, just wait <clears throat> and the mariners gives a fuck about the mariners is it Chiro still playing ichiro yeah no especially yeah. what i know about other sports <laughs> But Vancouver, where the Olympics were, I, th- I think yeah. it would be cool. Plus, like on a Saturday night, that's, you know, their hockey night in Canada. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You don't beat hockey night in Canada, which is my number one. Toronto. Toronto. I've been to Toronto, but I've never, when I went to Toronto in high school, it was when the lockout was mm-hmm. in 94 into 95. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, Stanley Cup. Got my picture with the cup and all that stuff. Good times. Very nice. Um, but yeah, it's. I would totally. It's. it's I think, <clears throat> and not not because of a team doing great like Toronto's kind of getting back into that. Hey, we're going to be good soon, kind of thing. It's you want that environment because we know what we go through at Devils games for the ten to thirteen thousand of a sixteen thousand seat arena. 
feels like. You just want to experience it in a different different area, you know, and, and what fans really, if fans do in Nashville or Dallas or Vegas, do they really, you know, talk about their sexual exploitations or, you know, their homework? Or are they talking about <clears throat> gambling? Mm. But then still, hey, you know, if, if some folks that sit around us want to go out to Vegas and listen to some gambling tips while the game's going on so that their parlays can work, sure. I don't even know what a parlay is. I think it's just like a point. Like you're just betting five bucks on, hey, you know, the Devils are going to beat the Red Wings. Sure. We'll have to have our expert, Jay, tell us. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, on to wrestling. Wrestling. Evolution pay-per-view was uh, this weekend. <laughs> what? what? Why, why, do you, why do you shit talk Evolution like that? It's a mystery. <laughs> Simple results. Trish Stratus and Lita defeated Alicia Fox and Mickey James Shocker. because Alexa Bliss was hurt. Is she hurt for real or was it? <laughs> yeah, no, she was hurt for real. Okay. Um, the Battle Royal, a 20-woman Battle Royal, because that's as many. They couldn't even bring in um, people from the outside for this. <laughs> Who did they bring? Did they bring anybody, like any surprise guests? Um, I think they had like um, uh, Molly Holly. They had Ivory, um, things like that. It wasn't Victoria? like. No. Which is surprising. Gail Kim? No. It's weird. Like you look at even like the the female wrestlers in like TNA, like ODB and and just folks that have been there already. You just ask them back. It's one stupid night. Yeah, but they might have contract things that uh, might allow it. They I, might have uh, can't compete. Yeah, uh, there was a May Young Classic final. Who cares? Um, Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Bailey defeated the Riot Squad. Mm, whatever. There was an NXT Women's Title match. Uh, SmackDown's women title, uh, last woman standing, Becky Lynch, defeated Charlotte. I do not believe they went with the script we wrote last week. Of, dum, uh, dum, dum, dum. That's okay. But that's set up uh, because Ronda Rousey defeated Nikki Bella. So at Survivor Series, the only match that they've let out so far is that Ronda Rousey faces Becky Lynch. Why? I don't know if it's title for title or for the simple fact of they're just two champions fighting. I would think that would be a pay-per-view called, like, Clash of Champions. Not Didn't they have that? Night of Champions. I think they're, they're, they were trying to recreate Clash of Champions, but it was, like, one of those... Like, you know how Clash of Champions was, like, on a Saturday? And it was a special event or during the week or something like that? It was the same thing on the WWE Network. It wasn't, like, a... Again, failure to bring up a name to to attract stuff, but... And Brock Lesnar's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. Like what the f- he came, well, he came back on Monday, F five Braun Strowman in in regular gear, and I'm like, what? what? He's gone. What, what happened? Because what? because what's his name? He's got fucking cancer. Yep. That's probably why. So push somebody else. Push somebody else. Have a battle royal at the beginning of Crown Jewel. Whoever wins that can fight for the title later in the show. Speaking of Crown Jewel. People are fucking up in arms about the fact that WWE is pushing through with this. They um, on Monday. Um, I don't know if you're watching. Isn't it ironic that in a country that doesn't allow women to do anything, that we have a women's pay per view a week before the Crown Jewel mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, and okay. no women are on the Crown Jewel? Nope. Cool. <laughs> on Monday, um, Baron Corbin actually mentioned that because John Cena did not compete or earn a spot at Crown Jewel. He was taken out and somebody was put in. 
that's how they, you know, how Cena and oh, Daniel and Bryan said that they weren't going to do it. And that's Daniel, how they're writing them out. Daniel Bryan got him and AJ Styles had a title match uh-huh. on Tuesday. And he got hurt, quote unquote hurt. No. And the match went fine. And then Samoa Joe came in and hit them both. And then AJ went to Paige and was like, I demand a championship match, a crown jewel against Samoan Joe. And that's how got and that's how Daniel Bryan and got kicked Daniel off. Daniel Bryan is now injured. But Wait. see, here's what sucks about being a grown ass adult and watching wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly why they're doing this. Yes. If you didn't read the websites yes. or anything like that. That wrestling would, been... would be really cool. That's why kids love it. Yeah. Because they don't know. And then they grow up and they go, oh, that's why John Cena's not here? Yeah. That's And that's where you get two grumpy old men talking on a podcast about how shitty wrestling is these days. Ba-da-bum-bum. <laughs> All right. So there's your quick update on Evolution. Fine, whatever. Congratulations to all the ladies that fought in there. You made history. You made history. Now you could stay home while the rest, while the men go to no. Saudi Arabia and change the world. All for the money. All they need to do is play Shane McMahon's money, money, money. Like the whole like three hours of the pay-per-view and you'll get the gist of it. I don't care who wins. <clears throat> so I, I, We should. Can you pull up the card right now? For uh, Crown Jewels. Crown Jewel. <laughs> Crown Jewel WWE card. They should just have a picture of Jewel, the singer from the 90s, with a crown on her head. <laughs> that should be the trophy. <laughs> Who will sing? Wow, I didn't know we booked Jewel. <laughs> she ain't doing anything. <laughs> She'd probably pay us. Uh, SmackDown Championship, The Bar, who are champions, versus The New Day. The Bar will stay champions. Uh, The WWE World Cup Tournament. I don't know who's involved in that. Uh, Somebody's picking Kurt Angle to win. The other one's picking Rey Mysterio. It's going to be one of those two. Uh, The WWE Championship, Styles the Champion versus Mojo. Styles will stay champion. Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar and versus Braun Strowman because the title was laid down. Brock, they want to give Strowman his WrestleMania moment. That's not a WrestleMania moment. That is, no, it's not. You give him a real WrestleMania moment. Uh, DX versus Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. I hope it's a heart attack match. <laughs> yes. Oh, come with me, Taker. Oh, my God. This this episode of banter is just shock full. Of impressions. Oh, it's not impressions. The real people. Convince them we have real people on this show. We've got a call here. Uh, yeah, oh, wait, Steve hold from Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Ramon. Get these shit dicks <laughs> off the podcast. Oh my god, why did we do that? <clears throat> Dumb things fans say at wrestling shows. The only wrestling show that I've ever been to was a was a house show down in Wildwood when they named one of the streets Ric Flair Way. Oh, right. <laughs> is it still there, that sign? Nope. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. They probably oh, is, it, is it the one that's on the wall right here, Ric Flair Way? <laughs> Yes, the one that I printed out in Photoshop. 
I've been to three Raws, two Royal Rumbles. Nice. Um, uh, you'll, you're, are you going to go to the other WrestleMania? Or? One WrestleMania and two SmackDowns all back in the day, except for the WrestleMania, which was the one at Giant Stadium. The new Giant Stadium, right. Um, and you hear, you hear just as dumb shit there. Of course. As you do at any sporting event. And, like, on the list here, I have number five. Like, I hear so-and-so, whoever it is, is going to do a run-in. Where'd you hear that? Did you hear it on the same website that we all hear it from? <laughs> the one that you click on the website and 16 million ads pop up and there's a countdown no, no. to... The one I have doesn't do that. Uh, what is it? Um, PW Insider? No, plug. E, e, e Wrestling News. Plug, plug. Um, number four. I wish they would do, and this is basically our whole fucking podcast, <laughs> but we're not at the event. The WWE does not care what you want. Look at how long it took for them to push Daniel Bryan, even though he was the crazy popular guy. Yeah. And CM Punk, too. And CM Punk. And Finn Balor. Finn Balor and yeah. how much everybody hates Roman Reigns, but they won't turn him heel or John Cena. They don't care what you think. They really don't. They'll tease him, but... Because if you're already at the event screaming and chanting, they've won. Oh, you pay. No, even go back before that. When your credit card passes that check verification that you just bought tickets, they won. That's when. That's when they win. They can get. The, they can get rid of the whole show. I think show. the title is going to change hands. You're at a house show, <laughs> or in no. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Thumbs up, uh, Mick Foley rule. Um, no, they can switch titles, but then if there's a Raw the next day or a SmackDown, they just take it back. <laughs> No, the only time I've ever heard like a couple of times where the title has changed in a house show is because someone was really hurt and they wrestled. They couldn't make it to like Monday Mm -hmm. and they had to like drop the title and then they they record like quick little segments of it. So you could be like, oh, my God, you know, Daniel Bryan dropped the title on, you know, in a show in a wrestling event in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. And you're like, oh, really? Why? Oh, that's right. He's hurt now. <laughs> like for this crown jewel shit. When are they going to bring back so-and-so? Your favorite faction, tag team, wrestler. You name it. They'll not, they're not bringing him back. Again, if you, if you read the wrestling websites, mm-hmm. you'll know. You'll know. Like... Everybody knows legit- when people are free, are free, are free agents, are right. their their contracts are up, and all that kind of stuff. And you'll know, like, you know, Hogan is going to show up sooner or later. Yeah, once once rumors start, once I, I always believe that once there's a little bit of smoke on something, there's going to be fire later. So mm-hmm. the rumors that Hogan resigned and apologized, okay, he once they find that small little hole to shove him in, yeah. He's going to be there. Yep. Like maybe with this Kurt Angle thing, if he actually becomes a semi, if he becomes a Brock Lesnar-esque wrestler, guess who takes over as Raw GM? Or maybe Hogan shows up at Crown Jewel as one of the Battle Royale people. Or but, maybe but he what, shows up at the Royal Rumble. Like that's when you can say, I heard so-and-so might show up. That makes sense. Now, all right, so let's talk Royal Rumble. It's just shit talking here. 
Hogan shows up to the Royal Rumble. Is he an active wrestler or is he the gimmick entrant? He's the gimmick entrant. <laughs> I don't know. You have you have three gimmick entrants. Him, how I would write it. Mm-hmm. You have him come in. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Crowd goes. Roof blows fucking, off. And there is no roof because they're playing at, in San Francisco in the stadium. Boom. Crowd goes crazy. Then you bring out. Honky Tonk Man. Diesel. Diesel? Oh, 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 I know where you're going with this. And you have, you know, you have him in there, and him and Hogan stay away from each other, and then you bring out Razor Ramon. Well, I'm sorry. Third best intro ever. Just with the machismo-y kind of... That was just like... When all three of them get to the ring, it's it's the NWO, NWO and then you have them throw out the New Day. So, like, everyone's like, yeah, and then people will start saying, oh, wow, look, the NWO is going to wrestle the New Day at so-and-so. No, just have it at that. And you know and you know at least that Razor Ramon is sober for, at, then, least, for at least the night. And then you have, like, the what's it called? The Authors of Pain. Take them out. Throw them out. And that's it. And there, there you go. go. There's your, yeah. And then the, anytime they're in Chicago, I heard CM Punk's coming out unless I mean yes they do that all the time and now it's probably one of those oh a Raw's in Chicago CM Punk CM Punk and they've even acknowledged it now like they'll come out and do the okay CM Punk he's not coming (laughs) (laughs) then they quiet him down quick because you you can't production wise you cannot lower the volume of the crowd no so that your person in the ring they used to do that when the crowd would chant like holy shit holy shit and they would try to edit out the shit yeah you heard holy sh- it, holy. Sh- they couldn't hit the uh, the dump <laughs> button quick enough. <laughs> so we move on from the stupid, th- I mean dumb things that wrestling mm-hmm. fans say at wrestling shows to again like our topic. Where would you like to travel to watch a WrestleMania? It's a good. If they ever did it, um, in L.A. in the Coliseum. Well, that's what I have. That's my number one. As your number one. Like how they did a re- Jim Ross's first WrestleMania, they did um, uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> um, they did a whole toga and I remember, yeah, yeah. Th- that was pretty cool. I, I like that. I like the the whole gimmicky part of it and whatever. And they did all that. Um, pro- you know what? I said no to Madison Square Garden with regards to hockey, but you know what? If you're gonna do, if you're gonna try to recreate a WrestleMania like the early ones. What's the next WrestleMania? What's the one coming up now? Number 30? wise or place? Yeah, number wise. Oh, I don't. I don't remember. Let's see. I went to twenty eight, and that was a couple of years. Twenty nine. That was a couple of years ago. So it's got to be like thirty four. Well, let's see. WrestleMania. Well, first thing that comes up here is WrestleMania thirty five. Buy tickets at MetLife Stadium in two thousand nineteen. Is thirty five. So that's this year. <clears throat> yep. It should be at Madison Square Garden. As like a thirty-five year anniversary, yeah, big, like big ones, the the big numbered ones, yeah, should always the big number ones, forty. <clears throat> what was the one um, in Detroit? In uh, yeah, Detroit, remember that that blue um, the Pontiac Dome, Pontiac Dome. So whatever, um, what was it? What was it? WrestleMania three. So all right, so whatever thirty-year anniversary of that one, if it hasn't happened yet. Do it and in, in yep. Detroit and at Ford Field or something like that. It's like stuff like that where you where you made your money 
where you made the name in the industry. How you made bring right. it bring it back like WrestleMania on an anniversary, Pontiac Dome, or in Detroit on an anniversary. Yep. What have you? Those are really the only places I would really want to go to to do any kind of big WrestleMania event. Well, I have Manchester. Manchester. Well, you want to see United a big Kingdom. A big dedication to a Davy Boy Smith and the yeah. British Bulldogs. Yep. But I think Manchester would be good. Maybe London. I could see London them doing, you know, the Big Ben thing and and have it even if they had it out, well they couldn't do it outdoors there cuz the weather thing. weather wise. Um they're actually they actually did an NXT or they're doing an NXT that they have um it's NXT UK. So now they're bringing in other countries to do. Yeah. They're, they're, they're blowing out their brand. But at least if you did it in a, you did a WrestleMania in Europe, if I'm working for them in marketing, you're going to, how easy it is to travel mm-hmm. in Europe, you're going to get people from all over. Especially if it's in mainland Europe and not like in England. Like if it's in mainland Europe, like you had it in France or something like that. You just jump on the train and in a number of hours you'll be there. Uh, I also had the garden. I think Madison Square Garden would be perfect for future WrestleMania-ish. And then number three, I have the Montreal Olympic Dome. Okay. Where, yeah. they, where the Expos used to play. It's mm-hmm. still there. They don't yes, use it, it. I went no. there a couple of years ago. Um, it's huge. It's enormous. They need, and from a quarterback standpoint, bring back a hockey team and bring back a baseball team. Yeah, but it's in Montreal, the Olympic Stadium. Oh, That's but right. you bring back you 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 do it there. Fuck, bring back Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Do it the whole Montreal screw job. Have have them just show up and kind of give one like they just put literally. You could just put them in the ring, have them do a little a stare down. And then and then have somebody walk out, which would probably be Shawn Michaels. Yep, that's, that's it. all you need. That's all. Then, because you know, if Bret Hart gets on the mic, it's going to be you know. Well, he's yeah, he's kind of. I think he's let go of that stuff. He should. He's fucking he should. All gray. He's fucking sixty. <laughs> Vegas, outdoors in Vegas. For a WrestleMania, yeah, because you would get you'd get the strip. You would get fireworks, the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, I know this is probably going to sound like it's in bad taste, but I'm just thinking of, like, where they had that concert where the shooting was. Right. Like, you have a big, huge open air. You're not going to get thousands and thousands. You're not going to break attendance records. No. But I think the ambiance of doing it in Vegas with the the strip, like you said, Mm -hmm. and the hotels in the background it would set up for a very cool look look to... there and on TV. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like how they do it in um, Louisiana, how they always kind of push the whole like oh, what the, Louisiana is like all about. And oh, the uh, like Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. Yeah. And... Like they're trying to push the party atmosphere of it at a WrestleMania in a dome. But you do the same in Vegas. And then that's what we said. Number one <clears throat> in L.A. I love L.A. Did you see the picture of Kevin Hart for Halloween? Mm-mm. He dressed up as The Rock in the like The Rock in the early nineties. Christ, Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson have this thing. Oh, they have great chemistry together. I think anybody who who um, The Rock deals with it's, has great chemistry. You, you have to watch Jumanji, man. 
Why? Because him and um, Kevin Jack Black? Ha- no. And Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart and The Rock are great in that. That Central Int- Intelligence movie. I mm-hmm. mean, it is what it is. You know how it's going to end. But again, their chemistry is very, very good. Did you find it? I'm looking. Hold on. Yeah, I'm not really probably finding be easier for me to text it to. Probably. Wait, he dresses as minions for Halloween? Oh, this is going to take forever because I'm going to have to go through like 700 fucking pictures I took today. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, if you are out there and you are listening to the podcast, go ahead and do that search for us. Have your giggles. Have your laughs. Uh, I think that's it for episode 17 of Banter. Yeah. I think we we got it out of our systems pretty much. No, we didn't. No? (laughs) Because here's what's going to happen. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm going to sit down next to you at a game. Uh Uh-huh. And Nacho Boy... He's going to say something stupid. And I'm just going to look at you. Nacho boy. (laughs) I won't be able to look that kid in the face. I'm going to look right at you. (laughs) And you're going to spit your soda all over Tracy's head. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) And then by accident, I'm going to end up saying, hey, Nacho Nacho boy. boy, get the fuck out of the way. I'm trying to get by. And his father slash grandfather, whoever the hell that is. His keeper, whatever. High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast, hsskpod.com. Subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, grab your friends' phones. Matter of fact, you know, if you go, if you work in like a Verizon store, you should just subscribe to our podcast on all of those phones <laughs> that are there on display. You, you know what? You honest people, do it, okay? Get us out there, get us mainstream. Because it's you who are getting us mainstream. We just do this for shits and giggles. We want mainstream. We want The Rock and Kevin Hart to be sitting on these couches. I don't think that's ever going to fucking happen, but... Thanks for squashing that idea, pal. I just want to make money off of this one day. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. Your home for the perfect blend. Professional hockey in the NHL and wrestling, WWE, TNA, etc. From your pals, Bobby and David. Does Dave slash Brogue slash... I just want to say... Sydney. Have a great night. Wait, hold on. Wait, I need to put the music down because Sydney needs to talk. Hold on. Um, uh, Sydney, go ahead and talk. I just want to say it's great to be out here today. And, uh, you know, this is what it's all about. We played outdoors our whole life. And, you know, to come out here and play in the big game. And uh, I hope you guys have a great night. And, you know, just remember, it's always another game tomorrow.